Stories to Dismember is a podcast where hosts Aaron, Lindsay, and Miguel recap their horror film pick of the week based on a monthly theme. Sometimes they go on tangents, often they'll crack jokes, but they always return to dismember the film, scene by scene, until leaving you with their final reviews. Subscribe to catch your STDs. So, this is Stories to Dismember, and we are your host, Aaron, Lindsay, and Miguel. Mm -hmm. Back again. Which one's which? You'll have to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. This month, we are doing movies about possession. And the first one is my pick. It's called Pray for the Devil, P-R-E-Y, and it came out in 2022. The synopsis is, a nun prepares to perform an exorcism and comes face-to-face with a demonic force with mysterious ties to her past. Spooky. So, if you have not seen it, hit the pause button. We'll wait for you. Go watch it. Come back. Remember to watch it by yourself in the dark. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did <laughs> or <laughs> with a bunch of people with all the, the, the lights open on. lights you on do you. <laughs> puppy dogs laying around you and kick yeah. cats that's the way I do it <laughs> alright let's get into this how does you want to say something about the movie or uh, what else it's about possession um, I think yeah and it's directed by Daniel Stamm written by Robert Zappia Earl Richie Jones and Todd R. Jones. Mm. There you go. It was filmed nice. in Bulgaria. Stratton oh, suggested that they did that because maybe because it's cheap to film in Eastern Europe. I didn't know that. But I'll believe mm. anything that Stratton says. He's never lied to me. <laughs> 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 uh, and it was filmed during COVID. And one oh, of the cool. actors died 10 days after the film's completion. No, yeah, that's not that's cool. That's not cool. <laughs> Which is sad. And I just ruined the mood. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, trying not to laugh. <laughs> it's not funny, but my awkwardness is... Awkward. Ness. All right, and it is rated PG thirteen, which yeah. I thought was a little different for a horror movie. So get that yeah, wider audience. Yeah, this definitely would be a movie me and my parents would mm-hmm. watch it like a Saturday from like Redbox mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> Rent it. Shout out. Shouts out. All right, let's just get into it, shall we? we shall. No more preamble. We're trying something new for this format. We're each going to discuss the film in parts, mm-hmm. starting with Miguel and then me and then Aaron, because we tried it for the short horror films, and it worked. It was cool. It was fun. It was neat. <laughs> we actually got to actively watch most of a movie rather than like take yeah. notes through the entire thing, so I liked it. All right. Let's get this going. All right, we start. I don't know what year, but it it it's in a girl's room and she's praying. 
and she's got frizzy <laughs> hair. It's a lot of hair, a lot of combing in the future here. Yeah, fuck. I would just shave my hair off. <laughs> we'll, we'll see why. A there's, thing in this yeah, movie. there's a reason I say this. Yeah, so she's praying. I didn't get the prayer she was praying, but she was praying. And, like frantically. Yeah, she was scared. Her mom comes to the door and she's like, hey, let me in. As you do. And she gets more angry. Gets angrier and angrier and starts banging on the door. And now it's getting scary. And now I'm like, oh shit, don't let her in, yeah. bro. Little girl. <laughs> little bro. At that point, girl. it was like, I don't know why you have your door locked against your mom, but I don't blame you. Yeah. Put some furniture yeah. against that door. <laughs> she started, yeah, she starts praying more frantically. And then and then we see from behind the mom's view and she's banging oh she's banging the door and she's banging with her head and i'm and at this point i'm like you know what something ain't right yeah that was disturbing i don't think <laughs> that was yeah i, I hate that <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't hereditary too like somebody banging their head uh, against oh, yeah. the yeah like and it's like very not human mm. way do, like very fast yeah. in the way they do it and they shoot it i it's love like, that but yeah, and then, you know, she has a classic voice, angry voice, I can't do, but you know, it's scary. It's scary. And it bangs it open, and the door opens, and then darkness, then we cut to the future, and it's Anne as a grown-up, and she's talking to somebody who's a psychiatrist, we later find out whose name is, I don't know, I remember her name, psychiatrist Dr. name. Dr. Peters. Dr. Peters, yes, asked if her mother struggled with schizophrenia. She says she was, but she also knew it was something more. What could it be? <laughs> didn't, have, didn't have the words <laughs> for it, but her mom came to her room every night. Uh-oh. Sometimes she was her mom. Sometimes she was not her mom. And then we see a little bit of flashbacks of her childhood. And she'd comb her hair and hum that song. And then hurt her. And then hold her and cry and say that the voice in her head told her to do it. Ooh. I totally forgot that in this whole thing that she's telling the psychiatrist. And by the way, she's like dressed in yeah. nun... nun or, what what oh, would yeah. you call that? Yeah. Nun... Yeah, nun... Oh, I was gonna say nun uniform. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's nun. wearing nun, nun yeah. clothes. Not saying that she's wearing no clothes, like none, Hell but she's yeah. wearing the clothes that yeah. a nun would wear. Yeah. I had forgotten that in this description it had shown her mom holding a knife when it said she would hurt her. What on earth did did she like did literally it? cut her or something? That's wild. Oh. Because they don't really talk about her mom cutting her later or anything. It's literally just in this conversation with the psychiatrist. She was like, she would comb her hair, hum a certain song, and hurt her. Comb. And like it showed her holding a knife. Pretty mm. intense. Doesn't really mm. explain though. I'm still stuck on the yeah. hair. I mean, oh, the so. hair thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to say, as a girl as a little girl she has like very brown hair but as a grown up she has like super white like, oh yeah Shunt had a beef with the hair caught my... oh, he did, did. <laughs> I did too. 
Oh my goodness. I noticed that I'm like I mean it's I mean people's hair yeah. changes so I'm not it's not a very big deal, but I don't know why that bothered me so much. I feel like it's usually <laughs> the reverse like though. Like hair. usually a person could be yeah. blonde and then their hair gets darker. I've never seen it the reverse. Yeah. Unless she dyes her hair, but it doesn't seem like a nun should be True. allowed to do that. No. That's frowned upon. No. <laughs> I don't know. She kind of dresses. I mean, I was surprised by that too. That didn't seem like it should be allowed either, but what do I know? I've never been to yeah. hey. ex- exorcism school. She's pretty cute. I like the brown hair, though. I don't know. I guess I just decided that just now. <laughs> I like brown hair more than. <laughs> I don't know why. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay, voice in her head. Possessed. Okay. Then little title cards here. 1835 AD, Vatican established a school in Rome to train priests. That's when they, after that is when they oh, dive into right. the 2018. Yeah. Or were you going to elaborate yeah, more yeah, on the. That's it. Same thing. 1835, exorcisms, people being taught. Great, awesome. I'm sure nobody got hurt in that. 2018. Reports of demonic possession reach unprecedented numbers globally. Vatican responds by opening exorcism schools outside of Rome for the first time, which I'm sure has not hurt anybody. I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus. Nuns serve in a nursing capacity. Patient care. Prohibited. I wonder why. <laughs> Sexism. Oh, no. Yeah. Not in the Catholic <laughs> Church. Exorcism for priest and priest alone. Priests alone. Uh oh. It said in 2018 reports of demonic possession reached huge numbers. And that's why they started opening schools outside of Rome. That is true. Yeah. In 2018, there were increased. Uh, reports of demonic possession and also the Vatican did start opening up exorcism schools like Stratton was looking that up for me while I was watching yeah isn't that wild but I will say there has also been an increase in millennials practicing witchcraft and being invested in astrology (laughs) and millennials make up most of the population group so right. when you look at the numbers and you know, the increase in demonic possession reports and stuff. Oh my god. I'm just, just saying some, there's yeah. a correlation there. It's some dude buying shed from Hot Topic and those darn millennials. <laughs> He's buying a Nightmare Before Christmas tarot card deck. Which is <laughs> totally valid. That's pretty awesome. I like that. I know I would too. <laughs> Well, there you go. I know. You guys. <laughs> I know. The exercise. Yeah, exorcism isn't that great. <laughs> but there's one case. Michael Taylor, 1974. This guy who was, like, not, not religious in any way and then fell in love with this, like, pretty much cult leader chick who just, uh, I don't know. It's like in the span of a week, he went from non-religious to, like, being believed he was possessed oh no but it was all because he was fell in love with this sexy cult leader chick you know and it's it's like you know brains you know (laughs) that makes you do crazy things you know yeah 
But yeah, it's crazy. And I have killed a friend his wife who, too. huh? Yeah. Did you say he killed Easy his one. wife? Yeah, his bare hands. Oh my bare god! Hands. Yeah, he was found found walking down the street. They thought he was painted red, but it was blood. It's pretty sick. Not, but not cool. Sick, like very sick. sick oh my god! Yeah, now it goes to show you, man. Gotta be careful with dudes. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. But uh, yeah, it's not funny. Don't laugh. God damn it. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. You can talk about the most tragic thing ever, and then if you immediately say in a stoic voice, "That's not funny," it's going to make people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a trash. You yeah, got it me. Was a tra- it was a tragedy, though. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, okay, cut to her in the rain, because you know, rain. No, no. It's scary. It's moody. Moody. Makes cuter girl kind of look cuter if you're into that. Um, <laughs> all right, now she's in class. You got the Dr. Peters talking about. How crazy exorcisms are, <laughs> and now it's torture. Now women were drowned and shit in holy water. That's crazy. I lived back then. Mm. And we knew, or we knew less about mental health issues in the yeah. past. So it's like, how many people? Oh, all of them. Under- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were literally drowned and stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. It's horrific. Yeah, like the Salem. Salem is crazy because it's those like the worst of uh, gossip. <laughs> like yeah, think, that's like the real deadliest cancel. kind of gossip. Yeah, <laughs> people talk about cancel culture. <laughs> it's like you do that was <laughs> the people got killed. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Oh damn, we're just because they didn't like somebody and just point at somebody and say their mm-hmm. words, bro. It's like fuck. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, Spanish Inquisition teacher psychologist. Uh, Anne asks, she doesn't believe in people can be possessed. The doctor says she has been there long enough to see things she can't account for, but she does know that the brain is very powerful and loves tricking us as in humans. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And see Anne caring for a patient because she's a nurse too. And this, wherever. Yeah, these places. I mean, Same. the way they explain it is that like nurses, and they sort of do this do this in the uh, text uh, yeah, yeah. earlier, that only priests can yeah. perform exorcisms, and then nuns basically have to provide like aid, yeah, like a nurse would. That's all they're allowed to do. So that's what Sister Anne is doing. Yeah, she's caring for a patient named Clark, feeding him. And cut to her, <laughs> and it's pretty much that for that scene. Cut to her going to another room with Natalie, a child patient, and talk for a bit. She's. <laughs> I'm writing. You know, a, I'm laughing at a, my notes here. <laughs> why? <laughs> because I put a very vague description. I put, um, she goes into the patient of a young girl. She goes into this uh, young girl's room and then she trashes her artistic ability and then gives her a piece of candy. <laughs> True. I mean, yeah. It's abstract. Yeah. It's abstract. Oh my god. 
What was it that she supposedly drew again? Drew a, like it was a, 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 a train. That a train? Like a dog. Yeah. With but a it tail. Looked, oh, yeah. right. It had a tail. It looked like a rainbow dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's a train, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> I love it. Because I call myself pretentious, but that's actually really pretentious. What it is. People? It really I is. Them. I hate them. I hate them. Go into another room. Oh, yeah. Natalie, child patient, draws a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Talks to her. And I'm an artist, so don't come at me, listeners. Yeah. Don't at me. <laughs> oh, I'm goodness. tired, so I'm cranky, so really don't come after me. <laughs> All right. Talks to her for a bit. Gives her a dessert with nougat. What's nougat? I don't fucking know. Kid. So shut up and draw some more of your fucking transformer animals. Anna's Natalie's <laughs> favorite person there. Okay. Cool. It's supposed to be a heartwarming yeah, scene. Yeah, I'm But for some reason, <laughs> we're trashing all do. over. Okay, well, yeah. And then the, the psychologist is there too talking about all the fucking symptoms natalie has which is a lot she's fucking sick Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> all right whatever cut to late at night it's raining and looking at a comb flashbacks to her as a kid her mother combing her hair and then grabbing her hair and then fucking just going crazy with her hair and you know grabbing at it <laughs> like basically digging it <laughs> yeah. into her scalp yeah. like going yeah. nuts yeah ouch can I just say, like, I'm shocked that adult Natalie still has this comb. Yeah. After Fuck all that. of the... She was tortured with it. After yeah. all the trauma. Yeah. 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 Ah, Anne goes to close her win window. Sees Natalie's reflection on the glass. And looks back. And nothing there. Oh, shit. And then walks towards the door, sees a shadow on the door on the other side. That's scary. That's scary. That's yeah, that is scary. scary. Fuck that. I'm not opening the door. <laughs> Fuck that. But she, op- <laughs> she opens the door, though, because she's, you know, she's one of them peoples who opens the door when <laughs> something scary. That's a cool shot, actually. This, she opens the door and looks out to the hallway, but she doesn't see it, but as is the audience, we get a shot. From a perspective, she shows Natalie at the end of the hallway looking creepy. And then Anne turns her head towards that side and Natalie hides away. That was cool. I like that. That's mm. And it, it was sort of like ethereal the way she moved. It was just like slinked away out of sight. Like yeah. not human. Like a ninja. Like, like a spooky ninja. Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just like Naruto. Yeah, hell yeah. The next day, and walking down corridor, and hears baby crying, and voices saying things. It's pretty creepy. I had that. I had that when I think when I thought people have like said my name, and mm-hmm. nobody has said my name. That's pretty scary. But that's my brain wanting attention. <laughs> <laughs> For it makes up a person. <laughs> okay, but Natalie's hearing voices and takes a deep breath. Turns around. Natalie's right behind her like a creepy child she is. Fucking puncher, dude. <laughs> <All right. laughs> She's a sucker, sucker puncher. 
You don't really see that in horror movies, like people who have that reflex yeah. where they want to like punch whatever jump scares them. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> get this going bro I'd, I'd do a fucking sucker punch okay let's go Natalie <laughs> says she doesn't like her room How, how'd she get out yeah and her voice is off yeah ever hear somebody talking like that to me like a monotone voice yeah I'm out bro she's like I don't like that room I wanted oh, to find you ugh <laughs> <laughs> ugh and then she gives her presentation on nougat. And yeah. Apparently, candies have families. All right, that's whatever, kid. She gave like a whole list of the yeah. ingredients that you make nougat with, and said yeah. she looked it up, all in the same monotone yeah. voice. And it's like, okay, this is what demons do in their spare right, time. They kid. like research right. candy ingredients. <laughs> time to Google. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's kind of a weird mental image. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this is, takes place in 2018, I'm assuming. So, yeah, that's true. I forget. Because <laughs> I just see the nun, like, uh, like this whole setting, and I think, like, older than 2000s. But yeah, I forget. Mm. She just walks down a corridor, hears them all creepy voices. <laughs> Here's more creepy voices and goes into a room where priests are watching something. Possession case. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I like that some of the priests have iPads and laptops. That's weird mental image. Yeah, this whole school though, it's like very techy. Yeah. I forget what did they say the name of the girl who was there's one I think they said it but I didn't name it and the teachers are like demons are Lucifer soldiers the devil will try to distract you so down that da, da, you know all the stuff and then he says there were several uh, several uh, several uh, several errors in this exorcism. Well, what do you have done different? I forget the name of the person they were showing. But yeah, Anne pretty much sneaks into this room where she, her kind aren't wanted. Womankind. <laughs> <laughs> but I love <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so she sneaks in like a ninja. And then she sits, you know, and then, you know, and she's there, you know. And yeah, the teacher talks for a bit. Yeah, priests made errors in the exorcism. What would you done different? Cut to Anne in the library, rechecking the case, studying montage. Ooh, quick cuts, like Rocky, but studying. She's studying exorcism stuff. And then she uses Google Translate. Apparently, nobody thought of doing that before her. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the Google, I guess. Jesus. Uh, Belgium, Bulgarian language. Glass suit. Glass suit. I don't know how to pronounce it, but let's translate to the voice. Uh-oh. The voice. She remembers her mom talking about a voice. Yeah. And then, like, I hated this part so much. <laughs> I cut to her talking to the doctor, Peter's psychiatrist. And then she says that the voice didn't want her mom. She wanted Anne because the voice said Anne was one of God's, what did she say? Chosen like, soldiers. I hated that so much. <laughs> I hate that trope. Like, the fucking... Come on, bro. <laughs> really? 
It's Whatever. weird. Like we were we're still early on in the movie here, yeah. but I kept waiting to see how she would prove herself to be like a chosen soldier or whatever. Yeah. I gotta okay. say, I wasn't very impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Father Quinn, the guy who's teaching the class, yeah. thinks she's special, but she never really showed anything no. up until now that you know, yeah. she's special. She used Google Translate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably because she didn't get to take Latin classes because that's for all the priests. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I just hate that. I hate the chosen one thing and anything except the Matrix. That's where it works at least a little bit. And they hammer that home, the one and everything. But, you know, after the Matrix, I think everybody should have retired the one thing. <laughs> you know, Especially if the character themselves say it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. special. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a thing. Like, it's a different thing. That makes it worse. Other people are saying it. But if I'm the person themselves one. say it. <laughs> It's like, no, dude, if somebody says that in a movie, it's a little arrogant. they should die. Yeah, they should die in the next, like, two minutes or something. And be like, <laughs> nope, I guess not. <laughs> anyway, she's studying, and she gets up to the library, and she's like, there's some holes in the, in the records. They say no. They're classified. You know what that means? And then, uh, I guess, the sister... Is he, I forget the name of this, this sister who's against her, the antagonist, mm-hmm. takes Anne to Father uh, Quinn. Quinn, yeah. Quinn, yeah. Yes. And she's like, hey, this chick wants to do exorcism <laughs> stuff. You know that ain't right, right? And he's like, oh, well, you know. And she's like, no, I don't like it. And Anne's like, but I'm the chosen one. I can do it. I'm the exception. <laughs> she doesn't say that, does no, she? No, she doesn't. Th- no, she doesn't. <laughs> I'm just paraphrasing. I love all of this made-up dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's summarized correctly until you get to the end No. No, but Anne, but Anne wants to do it because she's like, well, you know, was nurses before females couldn't do a bunch of stuff, and now we can. So you know, somebody has yeah. to be the first, and she doesn't know, back gonna down. Be, yeah, she doesn't back down. <sighs> she's she's gonna keep on doing what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? Can't stop her, I guess. And Father Quinn's like, she wants to learn, and Sister's like, she I want to protect her. And Nan's like, whatever. And goes down the steps. And then we cut to her and Clark. She's washing her his back. And then blood starts filling a bag, which I don't know the science behind that. I guess that's not what's supposed to happen. And he was <laughs> in a vegetative state before yeah. this man. Yeah. And now he's humming. What is he humming? That song. That song, which I don't think we ever got the name of or anything. No, I think it's just made up. Yeah. Beware to start humming like a very popular song. <laughs> it it could yeah. work, though. It would turn yeah. it creepy. You could take it like Jeepers Creepers. That's oh, not yeah, meant that's to be true. a creepy song, but. Oh, I can't wait to do Jeepers Creepers. Mm-hmm. That's fucked. <laughs> yes. And then the Clark turns back around. And he is like, we've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. And 
<laughs> that doesn't really make sense, though. I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> if you really <laughs> want to think about it, whatever. That's fine, though. We'll go with it. And he's like, her mother had a pretty voice. Ooh. And he starts humming, and then music starts playing out of the speakers, and then things go crazy. The door closes, and then lights go crazy, black and white. He starts choking her out. Does the tongue thing, very gross tongue. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Starts dancing with her <laughs> around the room. <laughs> I, I thought crazy. you would like the dancing around the room thing. Yeah. Because it was reminiscent of an interview with a vampire yeah, when yeah. Was uh, Lestat dances around with the corpse. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. And she pushes him, and then I guess that defeats the demon. <laughs> 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 Just push him down on the ground like a bully in a 90s movie. Let's get this going. And then we cut to priest with rat cap. I don't I don't remember what they're called. I guess Cardinal? the head priest. Cardinal, yes, there you go. That dude. He was the one who passed away after the film wrapped. Oh, that sucks. Really? Also, he played Spock's father in Zachary Quinto's Star Trek. Oh shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, they're watching the video of the dancing demon with Anne. I'm so glad that they were looking at this footage because I was like, she's uh, going to get yeah. in trouble. They're going to think that she's like... Uh-huh. She's going crazy attacking patients. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Shoving them on the floor. But it is an exorcism school, so... Yeah. Yeah, true. And the sister's like, we should send her back to the common protector. And the priest is... Quinn is like, no, we need to use her. I can use her. I can teach her, you know, what it is, you know? That classic thing. She's got potential. Got potential, I guess. She showed interest in studying, I guess. So that's pretty much it. One wants to go, all right, she's in. She's in the the class now. We see her getting in the class. Everybody's staring at her because she's a woman. (laughs) In the class, she sits. Everybody, you know. And Quinn's like, I like Father Quinn. Yeah, I like him too. He reminds me, his voice reminds me of somebody else. I can't put my, I don't remember who, but. And uh, Sister Anne, she seems to have like a flirty thing going on with one of the priests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Father Dante. Father Dante. Dante? That's Which a cool of course name. Is <laughs> yeah. It is a cool name, but it's yeah. also very on the nose. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, so. What are they gonna do? Field They're trip. They're gonna go. Oh yeah, a little field trip to the basement. Or I'm sure a lot of shits happens in the basement. Yeah, they're gonna go down to an ex. You're gonna fucking perform an exorcism. Let's go. Ah, enough of my bullshit. Let's get to the exorcism. <laughs> Finally, let's go. Let's go. So they head out to the mouth of hell. Oh, that was a sick line, actually. Uh, ready for you go. I, I like how he says it better. <laughs> to the mouth of hell. Uh, so they go down. Using key cards. <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's very, like you said, it's very teching. I should have used that like finger ID shit. That'd be sick. Retina scanner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Five layers of security. Right. Mother's maiden name. What? <laughs> I forget that shit all the time. Anyway, uh, I guess uh, demons like can't get through rooms with te- technology. I guess if you don't have the, you know, if you're not in the right security group, you can't get through. Yeah, 
All right, so they get down, and who do they see? That's fucking Natalie. Her creepy ass is in there, fucking drawing the another two-way mirrored room. Yeah, which apparently demons can't see through. I guess. <laughs> It's probably drawing another abomination of hell. <laughs> You're half machine, half animal. Uh, uh, goes against God's creation. He's sick. <laughs> that got me. I'd love to be a, that type of preacher, a preacher, a fucking fire and brimstone preacher. What is this, a Pokemon? <laughs> I mean, Pokemon I love to do is demonic pokemon with their ev- evolution is what i call it <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to that'd be awesome to be that type of preacher i'd love oh. it uh just fucking go out and scream for an hour about shit you don't <laughs> like awesome don't get people paid on for here it. Your bible <laughs> yeah it's just smacking people around <laughs> in the church oh my gosh. you're gonna be healed uh, and smack them around <laughs> an old lady <laughs> you start punching them and they're like hey hey That's they didn't God's do that punch. at the other church <laughs> so they ain't real Christians <laughs> alright anyway it's, Nat- it's Natalie by the way she's got a demon in her and they choose two fucking pastors to go, and one leader, one the sidekick. I forget their names. I guess one was Dante, and who was the other one? I don't remember. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, the Raymond. That is such a generic name. <laughs> too, like Father Raymond. I need a young priest and an old priest. They get all their accoutrement. That's a good word. Yeah, that uh, was a good word. Yeah. <laughs> Accoutrement, you know, they got their fucking crosses and Bibles and holy water, their weapons, you know, and the little purple sheaths, whatever they hang around their next time, remember what that's called. Ah, uh, they go in and start doing the prayer things, and Natalie turns around and she's all messed up in the face, a bunch of bruises and shit, red, red face. That kid ain't right. Yeah, they kidding, right? They they go in and start praying, and then she turns around and puts her fingers in. I like that. That was pretty sick. I like that move. The 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 extending your arms as far as they can, and then turning them into close your, you know, your ears. That's sick. Oh, I her like, ears. You know, pretty sick. I don't know why. That just that movement. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. I don't. You don't know what they're gonna do. I thought she was gonna scream at them and go crazy, but uh, no. Was she covering her ears so uh, that she wouldn't hear them? Yeah. Because I was like, why haven't I seen a demonic possessed person do that before? Like hold their ears so they don't hear the priests praying at them. <laughs> That's correct. That seems like I can't hear you. <laughs> exactly. They just put they just put ear like earplugs in before they yeah. get in the room. <laughs> Problem solved. That'd be cool. Actually. That'd be actually a cool plot point. Like they they, yeah. not, they go in, they go in, and they're doing all their thing, and the the demon, like the possessed person, is just staring at them, like, and yeah. they can't figure it out. And they, <laughs> it's they not working. AirPods in. <laughs> they can't figure what? it out, and then so you know later one of them is like, oh shit, we got tricked by fucking earplugs, like very small earplugs we couldn't see. Fuck, that'd be. 
sick, actually. <laughs> uh, all right. And then one, uh, one of the pastors fucking throws fucking hurls <laughs> holy water at her. And that burns her. And she claw- crawls up the wall like you do. Backwards. And she starts snar- snarling at them like a dog. <laughs> like an animal. It was fucking creepy. I hate kids, but you know, it's what it is. <laughs> and her eyes are all rolled back, but it, it's cool. It's cool. Actually, this effect is actually cool. It looked pretty good. Uh, and then, you know, they're scared of shit. <laughs> and then the camera's cut off. Uh oh. That's pretty bad. And the room's going crazy, and they're scared. Snarling at them. And they're doing their little weak prayers and shit. And she jumps to the floor. Goes to the two-way mirror. And I guess she can't see through the mirror, right? Yeah. Like all those fucking serial killers who think they're fucking smart and just looking through the (laughs) two-way mirror. This was sick. I like this. Yeah, she goes straight to the mirror where Sister Anne is. Of course. Of course. Of course. This is awesome. This is the next part. It's fucking gross and sick. And Natalie fucking covers her eyes with her hands and a little del toro montage here the back of her hands start opening up like eyes oh yeah that was sick like, like stigmata stigmata yeah Pinch like yeah <laughs> and then maggots did come out a little of the fucking hole where their hands are that was ah, that's sick and she's banging on the two-way mirror that was awesome that was fucking awesome and then Father Quinn goes in. We're in the uh, interception. <laughs> yeah, and then he is powerful enough to make the demon go hide under the bed. Starts praying. Yeah, Father Quinn with only the rosary beads in their little prayer. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, the demon's like, oh, shit, this guy's for real. <laughs> <laughs> he's no rookie. Yeah, for real. This guy knows what he's doing. Stratton was very quick to remark how, like idiots, they have left the door open. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, the door's he open. Because he did. He left open. the door open when he came in. Wide open. Yeah, this part was cool, too. So she, the demon hides under the bed, and then we see in the bed, under the covers, like, a body. Like, if a body was under the covers, like, I've hated that ever since The Grudge. I've hated that so much. <laughs> under the covers thing and he pulls the covers and nothing there and then he gets dragged under the bed by hands under the bed like an idiot (laughs) he falls and then from the other side of the bed Natalie does her fucking ballet move her back weird Mm, like completely arched yeah Yeah, like the back of her head's touching the back of her knees yeah, and then gets up like that. That was crazy. And Sister Anne goes in, see if she can do any better. Can she? Tag me in, coach. Oh, you want to get in there? <laughs> oh, you can describe from here. Sister Anne comes in and says that she's there for her. And mm-hmm. Natalie says she's scared. Mm-hmm. She falls to the floor and her head spreads out across the floor. And her then, hair. like, sections hair. of it starts diving into her mouth so she's yeah. kind of choking on it and then father quinn and sister and pray together <laughs> and, then, and then and then a hand comes out of her mouth and oh, i've got lots of question marks 
It's the demon. And then it lets go. Yes. And I guess it's symbolically like letting go of Natalie. The handle like disappears back into the child's mouth. Well, Weird Father shit. Dante and Father Raymond were pulling on her hair as it's going in yeah. and out. Trying to yeah. Keep it. Like trying to pull it back out. Yeah. As it's like got a mind of its own. This movie is not subtle when it comes to the demonic effects. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Well, we we talked we talked about like subtlety. Yeah. <laughs> this is not one of those subtle movies. Yeah, there was no need for the whole like psychiatrist <laughs> thing. It's very this obvious. One, to say. Yeah. The su- yeah. That's a good point actually. Yeah. If the psychiatrist saw any of this shit, yeah. your brain doesn't make up this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very obviously there's no two ways about it. It's a demon. Yeah. <laughs> there's no mental illness aspect of it. That didn't just, even occur to me how yeah. the psychiatrist maintains her position, but she hasn't seen all of this crazy stuff. Yeah. Anyway, Natalie wakes up coughing. And Father Dante sees Natalie's crayon drawings on the ground. Mm-hmm. And one of them is of a pregnant woman, and it says Una Chica written on it. Was that right? Is that what it said on it? Yeah. Yeah. The two young priests, Father Dante and Father Raymond and Sister Anne, hang out afterwards, drinking what looks like a bottle of wine or something. They're yeah. also in their yeah. pedestrian-type clothes. They're Civilian. congratulating her on helping Natalie. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess she just, she was there for her, I guess. She, uh... She seems to have a connection, an inexplicable connection to Natalie, and that's what helped. But it, I just thought it was kind of weird that they're like drinking and they're in their normal clothes, like off hours. I guess so, but yeah. I would have thought it would be more strict. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can drink wine, just don't be a lush. Is that how it goes in exorcism school? I don't know. Yeah. You can wear normal clothes <laughs> in exorcism school? I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Need you maybe, <laughs> maybe it's more modern now. Maybe they do like Maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. They've they've made changes. The Catholic Church is always trying to like make changes to Yeah. You know, well, bring in more bring in be, more people. Be hip, cool. Yeah. They're yeah, trying to be hip and cool. Drink wine. Come on in. <laughs> no. It's like that Simpsons. <laughs> the Simpsons. He's like, no. <laughs> that Simpsons episode where Jesus is rad and Jesus is skateboarding. But Father Dante, he has the drawing. Yes. He, he kept it. He brought it with him. And he reveals that his younger sister got mm-hmm. raped, mm-hmm. pregnant as a result, lost the baby, and has been afflicted ever since. We take that to mean possessed. And we see Sister Anne putting away an exorcism kit, and she passes Mm -hmm. by another similar chamber that we saw before that Natalie was in, except this is like a very empty, dark room, and there's a single gurney in there, and it seems like there's a body wrapped in a sheet. Yeah. She approaches it and slowly pulls up the sheet, and it's her mom! Hmm. And her eyes are wide open, but they're milky white. Hmm. And then there's a thump from behind her, and the door opens. 
And she looks mm. back at the gurney, and her mom is gone. Jump scare! Her mom grabs her neck and head from behind. And then she mm. wakes up from her nightmare. It was just a nightmare. Mm. And then we see her going into Natalie's room the next day, where Natalie is resting and holding a teddy bear. And she asks how she's feeling. And Natalie says that she had a bad dream. And Sister Anne asks about it. Natalie dreamed she was in a room like this where there were people in it yelling, but she couldn't understand most of them. They weren't talking to her, they were talking to someone else. The voice. It tells her things and promises her things and shows her bad things. And Sister Anne was there, but she wasn't yelling. And then a huge jump scare! (laughs) Huge out-of-place jump scare where Natalie's hand tries to move towards... Or no, Sister Anne's hand tries to move towards Natalie's and she flinches very strongly. That was very... I don't know, that was dumb. Shows Father Quinn wanting Sister Anne to not get too close to Natalie. He doesn't want her to get too close to Natalie now. And if she really wants to help Natalie, she can just pray for her. And we see Sister Anne in her room taking notes and... Some of it, uh, it shows like various bits of journal entries. The only one I put down was, you must look past the victim. And she heavily circles the victim multiple times. Goes to the library and Father Dante distracts the librarian. Who was being very aggressive before about not letting her into the restricted area. Father Dante does like a cool move here by distracting the librarian, allowing... Sister Anne to sneak into the restricted area. And she looks at slides, various exorcism footage, and it all seems kind of like random and disjointed. But it turns out it's all about terminal patients who go to the Vatican and die. All except one woman. And she puts in a VHS tape, a recording of this woman, and plays an interview. And the woman, Mila... Maybe you guys took more notes about what she talks about, but I really just put that she talks about a voice that she heard, that it took control. And the interviewer said, well, you were healed, weren't you? And the woman cries and she pulls off a very, very seamless prosthetic on her face that was covering a nose socket and like a partially broken mouth with missing teeth. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know if they make prosthetics that seamless. That was in that was wild. It was very effective though. And the lady, the woman, she talks about guilt. Yeah. And then Sister Anne remembers how her mother felt guilty too. And then we see a flashback of her mom calling out for her. Once again, comb in hand, and then chasing her down and tackling her on the stairs. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I'd be, oh, yeah. I would be burning that comb. I'd be shaving off my hair. I would be doing every single thing I possibly could to not have my mom, like, attack my head with that comb. Yeah, for real. And I still maintain that I don't understand why she has that comb still as an adult, but that's okay. We each deal with trauma in different ways. Sister Anne is talking to the psychiatrist again. 
I forgot what her name is. Dr. Peters. Thank you. Sister Anne is talking to Dr. Peters. And it seems like eventually her mom took her own life. So that's what Sister Anne feels guilty about. Uh, Dr. Peter says she needs to drag the memories into light and confront the trauma. Okay, that's that's good advice. Yeah. Sister Anne can't get into Natalie's room now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it's pretty quick scenes. A nun passes by and says it's restricted access now and they're transferring her. Later, Sister Anne confronts Father Quinn and says they can't transfer Natalie. She saw the statistics, and over 90% of terminal patients die if they're transferred. And he asks, where did she read these records? Natalie admits she shouldn't have, but a little girl's life is at stake. These victims have such strong shame and guilt that it invites demons in. Which I thought was kind of strange because, like, we literally just saw a scene where Sister Anne was talking about her guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, whatever. We'll get to that. <laughs> Father Quinn questions, how does this affect Natalie? She is an innocent little girl. That's a good question. Sister Anne doesn't know either. He says he believes her, but if she shuns the church away, then she would walk alone and they can't help her after that. Basically, don't do anything rash. But she Mm. walks away and she seems pretty unconvinced. She's going to do what the hell she wants. Yeah, That's what that face said. Hell yeah. (laughs) Sister Anne. Father Dante approaches her, saying he overheard and wants to help. Oh, fucking creepy. Fucking creepo. (laughs) Creeping, creeping in the background. Yeah, fucking <laughs> disgusting. How dare you, this guy. No, I'm just kidding. He says he wants to help, which is funny because he also says he wants his sister admitted at the hospital, but they won't let her. It's really, he's the one wanting help. Yeah. He yeah. wants to attempt an unauthorized exorcism on his sister and he says that she she has a gift for this kind of thing supposedly i guess um, (laughs) i guess i don't know yeah yeah i'm still waiting to see this gift yeah me too I'm not convinced. Yeah, I was gonna say. I guess the re- I would I would accept the reason why Natalie like calmed down when mm-hmm. seeing Anne that that one point because Natalie herself said that Anne was her favorite person there, and that's yeah. the only reason. Yeah, that Natalie exactly. Liked her. It's not because Anne was special. That would have exactly. been even cooler. It's a personal connection with a single individual. It doesn't yeah. mean that she's gifted with exorcisms Powers. across all individuals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would cool thing if, because she was arguing, like, if, if, you know, see the human side of these people, not just the demon side of her. Like, mm-hmm. one thing she had that others didn't was, like, her humanity. And, like, yeah. not because she was special, because she actually was, like, a good person. But even yeah. then, that's kind of <laughs> shitty, because it's like, yeah. all of yous nuns and priests should be good people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should all be practicing that. 
Exactly. That would have been more interesting instead of oh, I'm the special one. It would have made more sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and that would happen. But she agrees because she, I think secretly, she's like into it being the chosen one. They never, they never like say that in the film or they don't explicitly make her conceited or anything, but I like no, to imagine yeah. that secretly that's how she feels. That's just my own personal headcanon that she's like a little bit of a narcissist and wants to be special. So anyway, <laughs> Father Dante and Sister Anne go to his mother's house. Dante and his mother sadly sort of embrace, solemnly sadly embrace. Mm -hmm. They go to his sister's room and they light some candles. And apparently his sister has been asleep for three days. We see mm -hmm. her lying on the bed. He blesses Sister Anne with some holy water on her forehead, and they approach his sister in her bed. Sister Anne touches her chin and pulls her face towards her, and then she blesses her forehead with holy water. And then the sister... Do we know what Father Dante's sister's name is? No. Okay. I'm just going to say the sister, although it might yeah. be confusing with me saying the sister and Sister Anne, but... yeah. The sister's head leans back and she lets out a croak. The demon uh, sister. Uh, yeah, the demon sister. The demon possessed sister. She lets uh, out a croak. Uh, 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 thank you. <laughs> Sorry, that's how I cleared my throat. <laughs> All right. I liked that. I wanted to say, uh, when they were walking up to the door, I love fucking. Si <laughs> it's so fucking like I'm trying to make like e exorcists and nuns like fucking street heroes or something. <clears throat> and <laughs> like it was up, badass. Yeah, and walks up with this hoodie, and you know what I mean. She walks up with yeah. this hoodie, like shoulders up, and takes off the hoodie. Like I don't know, she was like some kind of fucking. Superhero is like fucking mm -hmm. daredevil or something. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> going for that. It's like, all right, dude, come <laughs> on, bro. It's not. Did the Catholic yeah. Church fund this? They're trying to. It get felt more. so much like <laughs> recruiting um, video. Yeah. yeah, it's a thing like religious propaganda. Yeah, they always try to make themselves look badass, you know, because they're fighting mm -hmm. Satan. Mm -hmm. you know? And Satan's really badass, so they try to help badass Satan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's tough, you know? <laughs> you know? Anyway. Anyway. What happens next? All right. Uh, so, ooh, this is when she mm. starts, like, writhing around in the bed. Mm. Yeah. The sister, I mean. Pulls at her stomach. <laughs> Like she's like scraping her hands across her stomach, and it's it's either leaving or showing previous scratch marks. Mm -hmm. Sister Anne blesses her abdomen with holy water, and that seems to quiet her down. And jump a scare! The sister wakes up and looks right at Sister Anne. She mentions the voice. She says it won't stop. Father Dante starts praying, and she says, "Oh, ooh!" She says this to Sister Anne. You know what it feels like to have something growing inside you, don't you, sister? Sister Anne says yes. And 
the sister says, at least this bitch knew who the baby's father was. And so oh my God. she arches her back and her stomach protrudes as though it's impregnated. Wild. And it shows like multiple little baby sized hands pressing from the inside of the stomach outward. So you see the impression of like little bitty hands through her stomach. Yuck. <laughs> and then the ceiling fan, which has been spinning rapidly, it goes even faster until blades start breaking off. Wild. It's wild shit. And then Sister Anne says, yeah. demons attack the most devout because it is their guilt that is the deepest. And the small baby-like hands push even harder against the stomach. But Sister Anne keeps talking to her, saying, confess to yourself and you can be forgiven. As Dante reads a certain passage. I don't know what he's reading. Psalm 86, I think it was. Oh, really? Yeah. I believe you. Sister Anne told him to read it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. She did tell him to read a specific passage. The stomach deflates. And uh, Dante's sister seems okay now. She seems okay. She's quieted down. Cool. Yeah. She's good. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a comparison. not, yeah, not nearly as bad as Natalie, or you know, at least in terms of time, Other... I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, it's pretty quick, I guess. Pretty quick. Must have hurt though. A little in and out. Do you mean Pazonic? Exorcism. Yeah. Pazonic. <laughs> Psionic. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I surprise God. myself whenever I get words mixed up, like <laughs> completely unexpected. Sister Anne and Dante are then alone outside. Hell yeah. And they have like a little moment. Hmm. This is when she reveals that she got pregnant at 15, hmm. but she doesn't know who the father is because, or who the father was because she was too high. And then mm. she got kicked out of her foster home. Then she was taken in by the Sisters of St. Mary, and the baby was put up for adoption. And she seems to feel guilty for abandoning her. That was, in her words, abandoning her. Later, we see Sister Anne looking into a mirror, and she's combing her hair, of course, and remembering mm. how her mother did it, of course. And she remembers seeing the comb on her bedside table with chunks of her hair in it. And again, I'm wondering to myself, why does she still have this comb? Oh, and then this is a scene that you guys, I'm sure, loved. She seems to have a hair in her eye. So she she sort of like pries her eye open more with her fingers. And she literally pulls a long strand from her literal eye, from her pupil, a very long strand that she just keeps pulling and pulling, and it's literally coming from her eye. Uh, and it's weird that she's not freaked out more. I That's what that. I put down. Uh, uh, it, was, <laughs> uh, it was freaky and weird, and why wasn't she freaked out more? Like, what is happening? How is this physically possible? She doesn't Crazy. do that, though. She's caught away by a nun. <laughs> and uh, she's there to talk to the cardinal, the cardinal summoner. Mm. Oh, and apparently Dante's sister 
committed suicide. God damn it. God damn. All that work for nothing? I know. And she's confronted because of the exorcism she performed. And they all express their disappointment in her. Dante's sad, but he doesn't blame her. And then she agrees, and they all agree, that she should return to the Sisters of St. Mary. Yeah. yeah. We do find out the sister's name. It's Amelia, Dante's sister. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That would have been a lot more... Um, that would have been better if I had put that down. In, uh, normally, in, normally uh, I'm sort of on Miguel's case about <laughs> not remembering names. And then for some reason with this movie... I think I was like, this is the best, this is the best I can offer. This is what you get. <laughs> so during that meeting with the Cardinal, Father Quinn tells Sister Anne that demons can retreat to avoid further assault. He said it was a deception, not a defeat. Mm. Mm. How gifted can you be if you can't realize like when you haven't fully finished a job? <laughs> oh, okay. her, her demon detectors off. Man, it's ca- calling her out. <laughs> I uh, am. There should have been a character here who called her <laughs> the whole time. Be like, oh, just guess, some smart ass in the background. Yeah, uh, I guess you aren't the one, huh? Mm-hmm. Fucking smart chosen man. one. There usually is. Huh? It's yeah. in. God soldier, my ass. <laughs> All right. So we should have been a little more adamant about a sister being in the exorcism school. For real. I thought Father Raymond would be that guy, but he wasn't. Nah. Mm. He kind of like shrugged it off. Yeah. Yeah. He's just there. (laughs) So now Sister Anne wants to return back to Sisters of St. Mary and... We see a shot of her in the garden at Sisters of St. Mary. We see a statue, that, you know, so we can see the name of where she's at. And she's planting flowers. Looking all Cinderella-like. Yeah, looking all serene. Woe is me. And so then we skip to a shot of her back in her room. Very, I don't know, how would you describe the room? Mm, drab. Yeah. Blue. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's back in her, her room and Dr. Peters shows up and they have a little discussion on exorcism. Of course. Of course. It would be weird if she came there to talk about something else. Like, oh, did you see that new movie? <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Peters, during her discussion, gives Anne a book. It's called, what's it called? Oh, the, the book? Yeah, The Body Keeps I don't know, the but Score. It, it's on healing trauma. Yeah, Brain, Mind, and Body and the Healing of Trauma. Dr. Peters tells Anne that, you know, no matter how hard she's tried, she's had patients that she just couldn't save. I like how Dr. Peters told her, I know you're a one-book kind of gal. Oh, yeah. But I thought you would enjoy <laughs> oh, some light of exile reading. <laughs> Oh shit! Whoa! <laughs> I was like, she thinks that she's being so cute right now. Oh god! It's like, I know Dr. you Peters. only like to read the Bible, 
I'd be like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> I'd get offended. I'm like, what the fuck? I read books. <laughs> I read books. What the fuck? It's crazy. She does all kinds of research. She researches yeah. exorcisms like all the time. Books. Yeah. I use YouTube. I thought everything was in the Bible. Thought the no. bi- oh, I'm not gonna get into no, that. No, 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 no. They're no. gonna come after me too. Much. <laughs> so all this right. is where it picks up a little bit because we're back in the garden, mm-hmm. and Sister Anne is met by Father Dante, and he, he tells her that Natalie has suffered a quote unquote relapse. And they brushed her back to St. Michael's. And in this scene, which is kind of crazy, we see a possessed Natalie being put in the back of an ambulance. Mm. And she's just going crazy. She flames up a um, a priest cross while they're in the back of the ambulance. And as the ambulance arrives back at the church, they open the ambulance and... The priest and the two EMT orderly guys are all three dead in the back of the ambulance. That's nuts. And now he's just sitting there cross-legged holding a rosary. Go ahead. Sorry. I said I wanted to see this movie. (laughs) 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 This is so filmed so differently and had its style. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It had like a grittier filter on it and everything. Yeah, Yeah, it felt a, a short film. Just start here and move on. Too mm. good. And the way Natalie was posing at the end, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a whole different director filmed that section or something. If yeah. uh, like those, those moments are like, whoa, where's the style coming from? <laughs> Caught me off guard. I was like, oh shit, that was so cool. The thing I took away from that though was, again, where is all of her skill? <laughs> because. <laughs> the way she proved herself initially by showing that she was special was how she could get through to Natalie. And clearly that didn't work. Natalie is back in full force, killed two EMTs and a priest. Just saying. Being a boss. Yeah, she's uh, Natalie bumped up a few levels. Like yeah, she's my she favorite character. She's leveled up. <laughs> yeah, now it's just full out. Fucking, yeah, let's go. So, um, Natalie's been moved to the catacombs underneath the church that were built whenever the church was built a long time ago. And we switch back to Father Dante and Anne, and Father Dante has the rosary that Natalie had in her hand, and he gives that rosary to Anne. And Anne realizes that's the rosary that she placed on her baby girl when she gave her away. And we finally realize that Natalie is the big reveal. Sister Anne's daughter. Of fucking course. Of yeah. course. So that's why she had all the the connection with her. It's not really explained whether Sister Anne knew this all along. Or if... It seems like she knew it all along because she didn't seem shocked or anything. Oh. Yeah. But you know. who knows? <laughs> Who knows, really? Maybe she didn't. Or maybe she did. Or maybe she has not. control over her emotions. Fucking robot. <laughs> no, no, she's the one. I'm sorry. No, she has complete control. Except when she doesn't. Yeah, she's except, amazing. Except with her exorcism powers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But you had talked about the inconsistency with their hair. Yeah. Earlier, oh, like how yeah, Natalie's yeah, hair yeah. was like blonde as a kid. Or wait, no, it was it, it, it like was red or yeah, it was brown as a kid, blonde as an adult. And then her baby, Natalie, her hair was black when she was a baby, and now it's like red as a kid. It's fire red. It's like bright red. Yeah. Mm. That's <laughs> what happens when demons run through your family. I guess your hair oh, yeah. does. Who knows what? Either that, or you need a different casting director. <laughs> <laughs> well that's fine <laughs> so now we're back at the church and it's nighttime, and we see pretty much sister Anne standing in front all decked out in her hoodie and priest outfit so oh man that was anime. cool that was an anime moment uh, right there. <laughs> it really was <laughs> that was so cool Strutton and I were digging it I liked it I like this like dude you where'd this style come from in the past like two minutes you've shown more style than the whole like <laughs> hour of this movie bro like come on bro it's it so cool, cool. yeah these moments were cool this one and then when she's walking in with her like hood flapping behind her that was mm-hmm. cool like a jedi <laughs> yeah yeah that was sick. it looked like anakin showing up to take everybody out oh yeah so we see her and father dante heading down into the catacombs to natalie's cell i noticed that father dante had sister yafima's security badge it wasn't his mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he kind of had this planned out i guess yeah, had to steal somebody's ID. And so they make their way down to um, Natalie's cell, and they pass by the baptismal well, which is filled with holy water, of course. And we see three priests that are praying. And Anne shows up. You know, she's taking over now. She asked the demon child to let them leave. And then we see a shot of Natalie in her cell, sitting on the ground with a straitjacket on. And she just rips the straitjacket open, and all the lights go out. Yeah, and that, uh, before uh, like that whole montage, uh, where the shot of her being taken in in her straitjacket, that was fire. That was fucking sick. This little kid in a straitjacket <laughs> being guarded. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. And then as soon as the lights go out, we see two of the priests get thrown backwards into other cells and pretty much killed. And then we mm-hmm. see Father Raymond, who's standing there, wondering what's going on, and he gets flung back into a dark room. And so we can't see him anymore, so, of course, Father Dante then walks back into that dark room looking for Father Raymond. And and follows him. I'm surprised Dante wasn't attacked, especially considering how he's closest to her than anybody else. Yeah, right. I mean, they're basically boyfriend and girlfriend. They just don't, like, kiss or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Sister Anne and Father Dante enter Natalie's cell. And then Natalie asks Sister Anne, what does she ask her? Why did you leave me alone, Mommy? Oh, God. I was so scared and alone without you. It's uh, pretty close, yeah. And Anne says she's not Natalie. 
and she knows who she's talking to. So she knows she's talking to the demon. Right? Mm-hmm. But then Natalie wants to know why she was given away. Mm. She mm. demands that she be honest. And the demon says Anne's mother sacrificed herself to save Anne, and that's why she couldn't be a mother. She couldn't be responsible for another life. And Anne tells the demon Natalie, you win. And demon Natalie hugs sister Anne and tells her, I love you so much, mommy. When the demon Natalie hugs sister Anne, you can see the transfer of the demon go from Natalie into sister Anne. Mm-hmm. And so Father Dante picks up Natalie and runs off. We see Anne, um, her eyes turn black. Yeah. yeah. And she it, arches backwards. Yeah. yeah. And that's when she tells them to what? Run, right? Run. 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 <laughs> I like that song, yeah. And. She lifts into the air. Yeah, and she's dressed like a priest, which I thought was pretty sick. Yeah. And is not a nun, so that's pretty cool. Very progressive, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Forward thinking. Good. <laughs> but technically, it's yeah. cross-dressing. Yeah. But she looked nice. All right, anyway. She looks badass. <laughs> she looked cool. <laughs> well, she doesn't have the Jedi hoodie anymore, but, you know, I guess she took Still that off at some cool. point. <laughs> yeah, but she can <laughs> levitate now, so. Yeah, she's levitating. She's levitating off the ground. And so we go back to see Father Dante, who tells Natalie as she wakes up, that they're going to play hide-and-seek. And he tells her to go find a good hiding spot. Yeah. That doesn't work, though, does it? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we hear um, footsteps, and we know who it is. It's the demon Anne now looking for yeah. Father Dante and Natalie. And <laughs> Father Dante yeah, is looking around, trying to find yeah. Anne. And as he turns around, he finds out that Anne's inside the baptismal room next to the well, which is where Natalie is hiding. And so the demon Anne grabs Natalie and tries to drown her in the baptismal water, holy water. And but she keeps hearing her mother's voice, uh, Sister Anne does, telling, yeah. you know, let her, let her go or... Or let go, not let her go, but let go. Mm-hmm. And then Sister Anne kind of contorts her body as she's walking towards the well of holy water and she snaps her ankle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she kind of contorts her body and she raises her hand that she has a, a rosary in and she touches the crucifix from the rosary on her forehead, her own forehead. Mm-hmm. And she kind of does that reverse contortion thing where her back of her head goes all the way back behind her while she's still standing. And she's forced, literally fighting herself. Yeah, forcing herself into the, the holy water. Kind of like Fight Club. <laughs> this is pretty sick, actually. This self-exorcism yeah. is a pretty cool concept. Mm. <laughs> Giving your own self an exorcism. That's, yeah, that's crazy. pulls herself yeah. into the holy water and she falls in and this thing's like 20 feet deep. Hell yeah. And then all of a sudden, the water bubbles up like it's boiling. Why is it so deep? I don't know. 
guess they eat a lot. <laughs> so then Father Dante rushes over and pulls Anne out of the water. And then we switch to the next morning, and Anne's in a hospital bed. And Natalie comes to see her. Hmm. And Strand tells Natalie that in time, or she won't even remember this place or all this. And Natalie tells Sister Anne that she doesn't want to forget Sister Anne. And she gives her that picture of a abstract train with a tail that she drew <laughs> earlier in the movie. And gives Sister Anne a hug. And then she leaves with her mom. Natalie does. And then we switch to... Like her adoptive mom. Yeah, her adoptive mom. Which is really interesting to me because, like, the demon knew that Sister Anne was Natalie's mom. They had that conversation, basically, when the demon was at Natalie's body. But Natalie doesn't seem to know that this is her mom. Right. Right. A web of lies. Yeah. <laughs> it's better that way. Sister Anne ain't got time for a kid. Yeah. She's yeah. got demons to exercise. Yeah, because she just got a an award from the Cardinal for academic research at the Vatican. That's a, it. A fellowship on exorcism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> therapy. I've been after everything that happened. Give me an award on research, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> so we find out she's not the first female exorcist because Father Quinn oh. is, you know, points that out. He's got to you uh. know keep her humble. You know? <laughs> keep her humble. Yeah. Uh. We find out that it's Saint Catherine of Siena that died in 1380, and Anne goes, "Well, I'll be the first one in seven centuries. I'll take that." Yeah. And then Father Quinn, dealing out some more advice, says, "You know, be careful, because now that you know the devil, the devil knows you." Oh wow! I liked that line. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we see Anne in the cab driving through. I think they're in Boston, right? Yeah. In Boston. The Boston. Boston. Oh. In the car. Pulls up to like a corner and she looks over down the street and she sees this lady with just staring at her, all, you know, possessed like. And so Anne turns back. Just a normal Bostonian yeah. woman. Towards the cab driver and he's like, what? He's whispering her name. Yeah. Annie, Annie. And then she turns back towards the window and boom, that lady's right there with milky white eyes right at the window. And Anne turns to pick up her cross. Hell yeah. And as she turns to her left, she sees the cab driver in the back seat with her and he's got black eyes. And then he lunges towards her as she's holding up her crucifix. And then boom, that's it. Fade to black. <laughs> That was wild. Oh, yeah, bro. It's the weapon she needs. Yeah. Movie finished strong, I think. Yeah, I like. They did a good job with the ending, actually. I thought that was nice. I mean, watching it, we could tell it's pretty much just a, I don't know, a ripoff of The Exorcist. (laughs) You know? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Scene for scene, yeah. but it's kind of the same theme. Inspired by. 
Yeah, all the exorcist movies, like exorcism movies, are have come out since, you know. But, but. the exorcism school is a cool premise, especially considering like yeah. that's a real thing, apparently. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Go to exorcism college. I just wish they teased me. What's fucking? They, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That yeah. shit. That whole. That whole like last like twenty minutes should have been the whole movie. Honestly, with that yeah. style of make it gritty and very like punchy. I like almost noir style they had in the like with that scene with the, uh, Natalie in the ambulance. It was like that was mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. And I think I was fooled by the trailer as well. Oh, were you? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first on my review. Since it was my pick, get it out of the way. Yeah. So, yes, I was was expecting more from this movie. I didn't do much research on it before we watched it. You know, I just saw a trailer, and, you know, it's got a badass title, Pray for the Devil. It's fun to go in blind sometimes anyway. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, they didn't flesh out a lot of Sister Anne's character. I mean, I think they tried, but we don't know why she's a special chosen soldier of God. <laughs> I guess maybe we don't have to know, but, it, you know, they probably could Well, they emphasized it so much. <laughs> yeah, like Miguel was saying, the last 20, 30 minutes was really awesome. It was like a different movie. Yeah. And... It finished strong, even though we kind of knew how it was going to finish. I mean, there's no really big surprises there. I don't know if I can really recommend it. I mean, I would say watch it. If you're scared to watch The Exorcist, watch this. You know, (laughs) same thing, but just not as scary, you know. I think Reagan was a lot more scarier than Natalie. Oh, yeah. Well, Natalie was allowed to roam more. Like, Reagan was strapped to a bed yeah. most of the time. So she's probably a little more pissed off, yeah. Yeah. Natalie's badass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she was sick when she got in full, full demon mode. Uh, that was Miguel awesome. doesn't like kids unless they can beat the crap out of him. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> unless they show some cool anime stuff, bro. Uh, that was cool. I loved her sitting that way at the back of the. Uh, oh yeah, that was cool. That was cool there. with her with her hand out with the rosary. That was sick. Like, dude, set this movie in the twenties. Make it like a detective story, except with detective and police. It's nuns, and make it like a noir film and have Take it so much stuff. Yeah, make a noir and have it like that style, that stylish style you love so much, and make it that'd be so cool. A noir exorcism film in the twenties, bro. That's sick. <laughs> hmm. But you know, Copyright. it is what it is. It is what it is, though. Um. Oh, sorry, you were reviewing. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> kind of jumped into your review. <laughs> there right. we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's because he didn't get to talk to the whole movie. So yeah. I can't wait. Like, I got words. I got words. Uh, no. Gotta get it out of his system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I will give this movie a 4.25 slaughtered EMTs out of 10. (laughs) So. Nice. I say watch it if you want to, but I can't give it my recommendation. Mm. Yeah. 
There you go. It's, yeah, it's scary. It has some jump scares, but I mean, that's a horror movie. What are you going to do? You said that jump scares don't really affect you, though, right? Right, yeah. Some people it does. Yeah. You know, everybody's I don't like when a movie relies on that, though. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, though, like, even though it was heavy on the jump scares, it did have some creepy stuff, like the hair being pulled through the (laughs) eyeball, or the subtleties of, like, you seeing Natalie's, like, shadow under the door when Sister Anne goes to the door to see who's there, and seeing her slink away in the hallway. Stuff like that I love. What I don't love is, like, seeing a character on the ground with their hair like in sections and then like diving into their own mouth for them to choke on. <laughs> that taste. That 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 I couldn't get into. That was a, like a little much. Uh, a little wild. 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 Pretty weird. Pretty weird. This movie's pretty weird. But Oh, I guess I'm just diving into my review now. Let's Um, dive into your review, Lindsay. Yeah, I'm already there, so let's just keep swimming. I didn't understand how Sister Anne was... They they kept pushing the fact that she was special. I would have enjoyed it more if they just highlighted that she just had a special connection with this particular patient. Demon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was. <laughs> yeah. Forget her daughter. She had a connection with the demon. Yeah. She, Specifically. I don't remember who said this in the movie. It was probably Father Quinn, but he asked a question. He goes, Do you have a personal relationship with the devil? Oh, my God. The heck? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Because he was talking about yeah. how Lucifer stood for light and that. The devil is the bringer of light. Okay. <laughs> what are you gonna expect someone to say? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. yeah. Sick, Trick question. <laughs> well, Stratton and I kept thinking that there was gonna be a big reveal where before it revealed that Sister Anne's mother committed suicide, he and I were convinced that she killed her own mother. She had just snapped. And then killed her mother because she was, I mean, she was possessed, but she was uh, abusing her. I feel like that would have been really cool, like to give Sister Anne some edge, some dark history. Uh, I guess in a way she did have some dark history, getting pregnant at 15 and not knowing who the father was because she was high. But... That in itself was very strange to me because they had talked about how, I don't know, there were a lot of like loose ends. They talked about how people who are particularly devout tend to be more guilty and that's why they tend to be possessed more. And we do see that. We see that with Dante's sister she was ashamed because she was raped and then as a result she got pregnant and then she lost that baby and she had a lot of shame about that and that's why she got uh, possessed. They don't really explain why Sister Anne doesn't get possessed sooner and they don't explain why Natalie gets 
possessed. So it's like they bring up interesting ideas, but they don't fully commit to it. So it just make, makes it kind of confusing and uh, just it just has holes in the whole thing. But she looked pretty badass. Sister Anne looked pretty badass in that priest uniform. So I'm going to give yeah. this two out of ten cross-dressing nuns. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 The effects were really good, actually, for this type of movie. I would expect it to be worse, but yeah. they actually they were actually really sick, actually. They looked really good. Uh, so that that's what got me through the, <laughs> through, the movie, through the thing. I was like, oh, well, at least it's, it's shot well. It's directed well, especially mm. the last last uh, act I guess you would say but yeah that whole it's just that one line of her saying herself <laughs> that she's special that got me so angry and I was like no don't do that damn it and it's like in the first like 20 minutes too I was like oh god don't I love Why'd a confident woman but there's like a line between confident and arrogant because yeah. I can't stand arrogant characters. And I'm not saying she was arrogant, but it was... I don't know. No. And that whole thing with the psychiatrist, too, I was like, oh, no, is this going to be like a... Goodwill like hunting reli- situation. No, like no. a re- religion versus science oh, thing yeah. that's super religious. <laughs> like, oh, shit, would I still I don't really under... There was yeah, no purpose but... to the psychiatrist being there, really. Mm-hmm. Except to point out what we already knew that she had trauma yeah it was like okay (laughs) i guess Mm. i mean it's it's fine it's a good movie to watch if you want to watch something like saturday night i guess with some friends you don't really have to pay attention to it there's effects are cool and stuff happens you know and fuck man (laughs) this is a good movie in here (laughs) That was made in the last, like, 20 minutes, but no, well. That's what makes me more frustrated than anything. It's like, dude, where did did that come from? As soon as I saw that section, I'm like, where the fuck, where did that come from? (laughs) Dude, you could do this this whole time? That's cool. Oh, well. It is what it is. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Like, at first, I was like, oh, shit, this movie's gonna be super religious. And then I was like, oh, well, I guess not. I guess not. That was pretty cool. Like you said, man, did the Catholic Church fund this movie? It's like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I was give it a straight 5 out of 10. That's, wow. that's fine. 5 out of 10. Badass <laughs> anime demon kids. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's get it going. Hell yeah. All right. Sweet. Recommend it. If you, I guess, if you want to watch it, if you don't have anything else like in <laughs> yeah, your Netflix so. key or something, yeah. So next time on <laughs> stories to dismember, to dismember, remember, remember, remember. <laughs> we're gonna be doing possession nineteen something eighty one, eighty one. Because shutter, right? Yeah, because I heard it's good, and hopefully it is. <laughs> hopefully it's it's good, and hopefully it, you know, it isn't fucking 
something unexpected or something like i heard it's it's supposed to be about possession hopefully it isn't about like two hours of fucking people trying to be artsy and shit or a huge (laughs) metaphor or something right being possessed (laughs) by sadness or something yeah hopefully it is what it's supposed to advertise as and not people trying to pull a fast one on me (laughs) (laughs) but yes we're gonna be watching that and see how that goes because i haven't watched that either Alrighty, somebody giving outros. <laughs> let's do it officially now. Let's give an actual let's, outro. Yeah, let's like do an normal, official thing. God, like a normal it. show. God dang it. Oh, okay. I've been wanting to test something. Okay. Alright, hold on. Let me get my voice ready. Until next time, rock warriors, zombie queens, and everyone in between. We love you! <laughs> well... Thank you for listening to the Stories to Dismember podcast. Please be sure to tell your friends, subscribe, and leave a rating. You can contact us at stories to dismember at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on TikTok at Stories to Dismember. The music for Stories to Dismember is provided by Winfeather. And episodes are edited by Stratton Meyer. We can't wait to hang out with you next time. Bye-bye.